Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And guys, my love is at full strength because it is 10.45, Wednesday night, December 14th. And I am at the Knox Village Cinemas VMAX for the Star Walking Inc. slash Steel Wars Midnight premiere screening of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Directly after the midnight screening at about 2.30, we will be live podcasting, which probably you guys have already heard by now. So I hope it was great, but this is a blog pod, and what we're going to do is just talk to people about their excitement for the film, and uh, it's a bit of an audio blog, audio diary of the night and I've just sort of you know running the podcast getting the ticketing for the movie and that I've just got that all organized and the stress is sort of evaporating a little bit and now I've just got straight goosies goosebumps no chaser and uh just the the thought that in an hour and 15 minutes I'm going to be watching a new Star Wars film is is getting me very excited. It's getting me very excited. I, I cannot wait to uh, be able to go on the internet freely one more time. Well, probably many more times. Let's see if we can find someone to talk to. All right, you guys. It is 5 to 11, almost an hour to go, and I'm hanging out with Steel Wars listener Donovan. How you doing, man? Pretty good. <laughs> and how old are you, mate? I'm at 10. 10? And, and your dad was saying you listen to the podcast on the way to school. Yeah. What, who's the weirdest guy or girl that's been on the podcast, do you think? I don't know. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Me, probably. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to in Rogue One? Um, most of the Death Star scenes. Nice. Now, you're dressed as a, uh, a death trooper. That's pretty sick. You're looking forward to seeing them in action? Yeah. They're awesome. And who else are you looking forward to seeing? Mendo. Mendo! Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you love it. Do you think you're going to see it many more times after tonight? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too, man. But uh, I hope you have a great night. May the force be with you. May the force be with you too. Cheers, Donovan. Thanks so much. All right, you guys. It's 11.15. It's counting down. I'm, I'm with my buddy, comedian Bart Freebarn. How are you? Yeah, I'm really pumped. 
So it's unallocated seating, and Bart's going to be our seat getterer. What's your strategy? So I'll, I think I'll just uh, politely tell people that that Steel Saunders is sitting in these seats, <laughs> and then yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. If they argue, I'll choke them to death. That's the spirit. That's yeah. what I wanted. Someone getting hurt. What, what's your take on the vibe of all these happy Star Wars fans? It's a real good vibe. They're, they're a gentle and excited bunch. So they'll be easy to choke. Really easy to choke. Not, not many people have been out in the world <laughs> fighting against gravity. They're, they're not ready for Bart's cinema octagon. Yeah, I've been training every day for this. And I am in prime shape. <laughs> do you know anything about the film? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I know, I reckon, I've, I've officially been trying to avoid a lot of stuff about it because I want to be surprised, but I know it's all about this guy who is a thief, and he's the only one, he's the first thief, and he steals the Emperor's heart. <laughs> You're going to be very confused when you go into the film. I'm looking forward to seeing the Death Star. <laughs> Which is the Emperor's heart. Yeah, that's his heart. Yeah, he steals the secret to his heart. So poetic. Yeah, it's like Ocean's Eleven, but Galaxy's Eleven. I think. Hyperspace Eleven. Oh, that's a good name. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Have fun. Woo! All right, you guys, it's 20 past 11, and Dil Rook Chaya Singer's in the building. I'm so excited, Steel. Don't use any theme music, we can't pay for it. Oh, really? No, that was their Sri Lankan national anthem. (laughs) I don't want to get in trouble with the entire (laughs) continent of wherever Sri Lanka is. I'm so excited, but I need to get a Red Bull or some kind of caffeinated drink. Because I was meant to have a nap today, but instead I went to a uh, hyperbaric sort of sleep chamber thing, and I didn't like a sorry a sensory deprivation chamber. Oh, where'd you go to that? Uh, Northcote, and it didn't put me to sleep. I was just floating, loving it, uh, but but I feel like I needed some sort of a caffeine hit right now. Can you get me one? Yes. <laughs> okay. Are um, you serious? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Okay. For real. I think I might have to get a mother from the pub that we're in. Oh, I don't want a mother. A yeah, Red Bull. That's, that's all they have apparently. So I'm going to go for a wander. I have time for a wander, don't I? Yes. This is great listening for the for the, for the for the fans, just to know what my the next forty minutes how it's spent. Dill went for a wander, and that's the last we ever heard of him. <laughs> Turns out Red Bull gave him wings straight no. to hell. No, at, at the next podcast we'll have a um, "Have you seen him?" T-shirt with oh, Dill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Instead of Mendo, it says Dildo. <laughs> Uh, so what are you looking forward to, Rogue One? Uh, you know, the, the the last I've seen of Rogue One was when we did the live, uh, when we did our reaction uh-huh. uh, trailer, and I saw the back of Darth Vader's head and I lost my mind, and I haven't seen anything to do with Rogue One since. So I've been going into movies, as soon as the trailer starts, I put my earphones in, and I just don't look at the screen. So I'm looking forward to how little or whatever we have of Darth Vader, that's that's pretty much what I want to come. But uh, but yeah, that, that's it. That, that, if I'm being honest, that's it. And Mendo, I want to see a bit of Mendo. Just a bit of Mendo. Yeah. A, a, a hint of Mendo. Mate, it's such a proud moment for every Australian, I reckon. It's my only proud moment as an Australian. <laughs> as a Sri Lankan Australian, it's a very proud. Mendo is half Sri Lankan. Oh, and so what's your... Do you think... Like last year you famously 
did the midnight yeah. screening, came to the podcast, yes. got a ride back to the city, and then Correct. went to IMAX at 6am. Correct. I uh, There's a couple of your Steel Wars fans who have said, hey, are we doing the double tonight? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Like, I feel like if I do it tonight, then it definitely becomes a thing which I have to commit to for the rest of, like, every year I come and do the Steel Wars and then go and see a 6am screening. So, look, maybe, maybe. If I get this uh, uh, Red Bull slash mother, that might happen. Who knows? We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. It is 11.23, and I'm here with returning guest from Star Walking Inc., Darren Maxwell. How are you doing, Darren? Oh, it's very exciting. I don't know if I can contain myself. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, actually. <laughs> now, I've got... We did... Someone edited... Um, Darren Lochner, the listener, edited together... Um, a compilation of people talking about The Force Awakens from the podcast. And I always end the podcast before The Force Awakens with what you wanted out of The Force Awakens. Now, what you wanted was for the majority of fans to come out going, bring on episode eight. Now, quite infamously, at our live reaction podcast, you, you weren't that initially that happy with The Force Awakens. How are you now? It took four screenings, uh, and after the fourth one, which was actually a 3D one, um, settled into it, and I actually quite enjoy the film now. I still think a lot of my criticisms were valid, but once all the emotion has gotten out of it and you know what to expect, I actually found it to be a very entertaining and enjoyable film. I don't know if it will sort of ranks up there with some of the ones that I really love, but as a product of the Star Wars universe, I think that they did a very, very good job with it. Okay, because that's what I was interested in. It was like, well, the majority of fans did come out saying bring on episode eight you didn't walk out saying that so i was wondering if you were selfless enough to go well everyone else loved it so great well i actually think now that episode eight is the film that will put the whole thing on the map because all the characters have been established we know who everybody is now we've gotten past all the the awkward times if you will of the force awakens and now i think let the story run its course and for that reason and the fact that nobody knows anything about the story at all i think you know episode eight could actually be the winner that turns the entire franchise upside down in a really good way, which is great. So, yeah, I'd say bring it on. I'm looking forward to it. What are you looking forward to in uh, Rogue One? I love the fact that it's a war story. That's the bit that really, really intrigues me the most. And I've known this for a couple of years now. I mean, I think a lot of people sort of know the story behind it. But I am keen to see something that's away from the Jedi and away from the Sith, and it's actually a genuine war story. I don't want to see, preferably, a uh, Hollywood-style ending where all the goodies live happily ever after and the plans are transmitted off to Princess Leia. I would like to see something a little bit more dramatic, a bit more serious. But if we get that, I actually think it'll be very successful. Nice. It's, it's getting amazing reviews. It's, it, I'm very fascinated to know how you feel in three hours' time. Well, I've deliberately stayed away from everything for the past two months. I've been on that two-month embargo where I've stayed away from the trailers and all the latest news. I mean, I knew a fair bit before... Uh, before two months was up because of the news that I wanted to do a lot of writing for that. But uh, for the last two months, I've stayed pretty much away from everything. So I am going into it relatively cold, not knowing everything, and I reckon that is actually quite groovy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the reports have been very, very positive, and that's got to be a good thing. So, uh, And I think the only downside to it is that the general public, I think, are going to struggle as to what it is and what it's all about. I mean, I had my PA at work yesterday say to me, oh, you're going to go and see Rogue whatever. I thought, well, that just sums up everything, doesn't it? <laughs> Not Star Wars, Rogue, whatever. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's a bit ambiguous at the moment. But if it is as good as people 
are hyping it as. I, I think you'll get that word of mouth of people going, oh, you have to go see this. It could, but I still think, and I've said this for a long time now, that the general public will just struggle. It's saying, well, is this a sequel to The Force Awakens? It's like, because you've got to remember, the original movie was 40 years ago, and a lot of people have sort of forgotten what it was all about. And when you say, oh, no, you've got to now backtrack now 40 years, um, I still think that the general public may go into it going, I have no idea what this is, but they may still enjoy it. But initially, I think selling it to them is going to be quite difficult. But for the fans, they're going to love it. And with a bit of luck, um, it'll be successful enough for Disney and Lucasfilm to continue on with other films, which they've got them planned. But if this one ends up being a, saying, a financial disaster, uh, you'd have to think that they'll reconsider that decision. I, I, there's no way it can be a financial disaster because there's idiots like us. Well, that's true. But I mean, now that you've got that sweet idiot face. True. But now that you're talking about billions of dollars in movies, take money, revenue, in hundreds of millions is not enough. So if you said every fan went and saw it at least once, that wouldn't be enough. You need the general public to come on board because they make up the difference, you know, maybe 30, 40%. And uh, I mean, a lot of people will take their kids, I doubt, no doubt. But people on the street, that's anything that I would say is a concern. But um, uh, I think if that part works, then it'll be uh, a great success. And uh, so I think as fans, we can say, oh, it was awesome. People on the street have no idea what it was, but we ourselves really enjoyed it, with a bit of luck. With a bit of luck. I am, I am actually quite optimistic. I think it's already got the success there. It's there for the film to balls it up itself. I think that uh, the fact that we're here now, we're in the mood for it, we know roughly what it's all about. It can't fail. And if it does fail, it'll be the film's fault, if that makes any sense at all, which it probably doesn't. Yeah, it does. I sort of... Th- this is my... I'm going in that people are going to like it more than they expect. Like I think, like the Force Awakens was such a hyped-up thing. This has come in at much more lower, you know, hype reading, and I think um, I think people are going to be walk out going, "Whoa!" Well, the Force Awakens had a lot of risk associated with it. It had to be successful because of all the history behind the, the franchise, the money that was spent on it. This can obviously take a lot more risks and introduce new characters, just have a lot of fun. And for that reason, you'd have to think, well, even if they do something that's really left field, people are going to go, that works. I'm happy with that because it's an anthology standalone movie. You can do that. Whereas with The Force Awakens, a sequel movie, you, there's a limit to how far you can go off the rails before people say, nah, I don't accept that. I mean, the death of Han Solo was one that turned a lot of people away. I mean, it worked for the story, but a lot of people really said, no, I've shunned the movie, I don't want to know anything about it. And that was a huge risk. So I think Rogue One has the ability to do anything it wants, and I think fans will go, "Um, it's great to see something different. And that's why I think it has the potential to do very, very well. Well, Darren, I'll talk to you in two and a half hours. I wish you well. Remember... I had said this was the film I was waiting for more than The Force Awakens. I've been saying that all along. and uh, For 40 years. For 40 years. And so, yeah. so I'd said The Force Awakens, and people are going to really look forward to it, but Rogue One is the one, the sleeper one, that people are going to be really hanging out for because it is a classic story set in the classic era, and people are going to be able to say, I can relate to everything that we're seeing, the Stormtroopers, Vader, all the rest of it, the ships, the, the time frame, whereas opposed to The Force Awakens, which was completely brand new. And I think for that reason, people are going to dial into it, as in this movie, very, very quickly. And so for that reason, it, it really has to be a winner. We will see. So who's the optimist here? Last time, you were the like, oh, my God, it, can, it can't fail. Now it's like, oh, no, 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 no. No, I, I, I honestly think, I think people are going to, like, in like get a, more blown away by it than they expect. I think there's going to be some... Some 
some really fun surprises. Or put it this way, if it does end up, and I really don't think it will, but if it does end up being disappointing, I'll have to eat a lot of my own words because I was the one promoting it for the past few years saying, oh, it's just fantastic, it's a great idea, it just is really, really cool. If I walk out two hours later, two hours from now, two and a half hours from now and go, well, that was very disappointing, um, it's, I'm just going to be shattered. More so than The Force Awakens. I really will be shattered if this one doesn't work out. Well, imagine if you really didn't like it, and then every time you watch Star Wars from now on, you have to fast forward the crawl, because <laughs> it just brought back too many bad memories. It's like, oh my God, what have you done to my movies, man? It's like, yeah, it would not be good at all. So, uh, But we'll have to wait and see. But yes, I'm not doing what some people are doing and saying, oh my God, I'm hanging out, I can't wait. It's like, I'm just quietly just going to sit back, relax and enjoy it. But it'll be one of those things in the first 10 minutes, you'll know if it's going to work or not. If it hooks you in the first 10 minutes, you're in. And if it doesn't, you're sitting there scratching your head and you go, oh, that's not good. That ain't good. Well, what I'm interested to know before we see it is from someone that was there, Day Dot, 1977, seeing the film, what's it like to go see a Star Wars film without a crawl? I think it's actually quite a good thing to do. I can't imagine it, but I actually think it'll be actually... I mean, how are they going to start this? I mean, by the time people listen to this, it'll already happen, but uh, uh, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Imagine if there's a crawl that goes up and there's like there's no episode number and it just says, before the thing that actually you really love the most, this took place. Um, I just want to see how they finish the film in relation to A New Hope. Does it like tie in like directly with the Tanty 4 and the Devastator flying off, or is it like weeks before A New Hope? Um, I'd like to think they stick the two together. So if you took the crawl out of A New Hope and you took the end credits out of this movie, can you just stick them end-to-end end and they just continue on one four-hour movie? Well, well, technically, this film should end with a crawl. Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, I'll talk to you in two hours. Oh, my God, fingers are crossed. <laughs> Guys, I know what you're thinking. You enjoy the podcast... You'd love to hear more bonus episodes and you've got this just frustrating, annoying change in your pocket that you wish you could get rid of. Well, the perfect solution's here. It is the Steel Wars supporter page for just $3 Australian, which is about $2.25 American. You can support Steel Wars every month and get bonus content like the extended call-in shows, the complete archive of interview episodes, exclusives like the listener Q&A, comedy movie commentaries, and our new show with Jason Ward called Making Steel Wars, where Jason and I talk for an hour or so about the business of Star Wars business. It is getting tremendous reviews. Plus, it's a sweet way to lend your support for the regular call-in show and classic Steel Wars episodes. All this sweet content is available on an exclusive members-only RSS feed, so it downloads like a regular podcast would, completely ad-free, devoid of annoying interruptions in the podcast like this one dripping in irony right now. And it's all ran through the very secure Bandcamp platform. To sign up, go to steelwars.com. Thanks. Hugh, I'm with you, Fleming. We're in the cinema. Minutes away, Hugh. How many minutes? Eight minutes. Nine minutes. Look at your badge. 
Look how, look how hardcore you think you are. I am totally hardcore. Come on, that's the most hardcore badge you've ever seen. He's got the he's got the Darth Vader lives with the spelling mistake badge. Yeah, yeah. This is like a the Holy Grail of Star Wars badges. <laughs> I'm glad you finished that sentence with badges. Because <laughs> that ain't no Holy Grail. <laughs> it is to me, man. We've got two. Sally's wearing one as well. Oh, okay, so you've I'm got a, I'm so, king of the world, man. So you've got so you've got the Holy Grail twice. Yeah, that's it. And and back in South Yarra, I've got a Holy Grail as well. So what's your Holy Grail? That same badge. Oh, you've got it. Yes. And you didn't wear it. No, I got the Mendo T-shirt. I know. Well, you want to get the Mendo T-shirt? It's got to got to have my branding. So how are you feeling going in, Hugh? Come on. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not as invested in this as I was in the last one. So. It doesn't have to be amazing. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's not like we've been waiting 30-something-odd years for, you know, the next saga film. This is just a nice little interstitial taste of Star Wars. That's why I think it's going to... People are going to walk out super ant because they're coming in and into it like that. And I, I, I think it might... Uh... I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I feel like if it's not, it's not, it's not perfect, I'll, I'll be fine. One of our listeners, Darren Lutchner, did a compilation of all... Well, not all, but a lot of... At the end of the podcast, Before the Force Awakens, when we'd say, um, you know, what are you hoping? And oh. so you were on that compilation, and I <laughs> laughed and laughed. Well, what was I, I can't remember. I never listened to it. What was I hoping for? Did I say, no, Death Star 3? No, you just said, I just hope it's not a, like a rehash and a reheating of any old ideas. Oops. And I listened back to it and I was on my balcony just in tears laughing. <laughs> oh, Schadenfreude. My name is still Saunders. <laughs> no. I think they've already done it. Yeah. All right. See ya. Um, yeah. Thanks for throwing that back in my face, still. Well, well and, and you've promised me, if you like it, you're going to come talk. I can't promise anything. I, my, my girlfriend here, we go get home. He promised. I didn't promise. <laughs> promised. Was a, it was a series of maybes. Right, the screen's going black. I'm getting scared. Bye. Good luck. Enjoy it. Hey, how are you? I was just down there recording. Dempsey, how are you feeling? Oh God, I, I, I'm still trying to. I'm trying to catch up with my. I can't get my head in the right spot. I've been looking forward to this for so long. I can't quite believe I'm about to watch it. <laughs> One guy just tried to give it a standing ovation. There is a black screen, people. I am going to do a live commentary through the entire movie. I'm sorry to everyone around me, but it's going to be informative. It's going to be off the cuff. Kate. Taking calls too. No, my phone's actually in the pub. It need to get charged. Shami, how you feeling? I'm pretty excited. I've had two coffees and a Coke. It's a lot of liquid. What's the time? The time is 11.55. It is 11.55. The screen has nothing on it. Black. But it's Star Wars Black. Yeah, I think. 
nah. All right, it's 11.59. 11.59. In one minute, there's a new Star Wars film. Just in one minute. The lights all turn down. Don't be like that. Bart's, Bart's two seats over trying to harsh my vibe. It's now 12 o'clock. It's a midnight screening. It's midnight. Goosies. <laughs> no. Last year they didn't. Live long and prosper! You guys, it is 4.25. We just did the live pod and now we're in the bus going home and uh, we're going to get everyone in the bus's opinion about the the little film that we saw, the little Star Wars film. Everyone that's on mic, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Matt. Hi, I'm Mick. I'm Mike. Triple M. M. Triple M. Wow, that is... That is very confusing for someone at 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) Matt, what Mm -hmm. did you think, buddy? I thought it was great. Uh, Perfect amount of Darth Vader, I thought. When they first uh, announced they were going to have Darth Vader in this, I was a little bit worried they might overuse him. Then we got towards the end of the movie, he'd barely been in. I thought, oh. Then they nailed it. The, this, th- that one scene was thrilling. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 the others. His this mask was so weird. Yeah, it something about the neck or the shoulders. I like, think. Like I felt like I was watching a Duracell commercial or something. <laughs> <laughs> like it just wasn't wrong. Like it was mm. like, oh, great Darth Vader costume, but a bit off. Yeah. And it's a Star Wars film, so maybe it shouldn't be. What was what was your favorite bit? The Darth Vader? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to getting to watch that in a more, like, like bracing myself for it. It was so, like, it was it was so weird to watch. Like, I was just like, yeah, do more stuff. Yeah, float someone, then stab him. That's sweet. <laughs> That's a way, Vader. The floating was awesome. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Mick? 
yeah, the floating Darth, Darth Vader slamming people into the into the ceiling. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I could have gone for more of that. About another twenty minutes of Vader carving up. God, I'm in the back of the bus with a bunch of sickos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have gone for more of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. I, I, I'm, I still can't come to terms with that whole scene in the trailer. That was, like when Jin Erso was facing off against a TIE fighter that was missing. There's so much missing. But that's a big thing. It's not like they took out a line or something like that. It's just what was what was going to happen in that? What was going to happen? And even like the most publicised shot of the film, the stormtroopers going through the water patrolling... Oh, God, there's so much. I didn't even realise that. It's that's like everything in the trailer's not in the film. Well, I'm, I'm used to trailers spoiling everything that's in the movie, so now they're doing the opposite. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was talking about this before. The th- only thing that rings poorly for me about the whole thing was the Forrest Whitaker, whose character name I keep forgetting. Saw Guerrero. Thank you. His death doesn't work for me. As I was I was saying earlier, just as people outside, right? He's fought the Empire all this time. He's gone this full-on, dedicated his life, schism off from the rebels because they're not fighting hard enough. But when he has to run for a spaceship, it's like, no, I'm just going to look out this window and die. (laughs) He's done running. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was it. He'd, he'd done that his was thing. his decision point? He couldn't just like pull out the, He couldn't at least pull the USB stick out and chuck it to Jim? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I'll die now. That's it. Mendo, Mendo, Mendo. The Mendo t-shirt is available exclusively from SteelWars.com. Our beautiful vintage throwback tribute to director Krennic, played by Ben Mendelssohn, Mendo. With sweet cape in immeasurable power. Yes, the line you didn't hear in the movie is on this limited edition t-shirt. And it's available from SteelWars.com. Not only does it support the podcast, you get a screen printed, not digital printed, 100% cotton, tube cut, no side seams, ring spun, triple A all style apparel t-shirt. In layman's terms... It will last you for years. It is a great fitting t-shirt. Plus, there is Have You Seen Him and Your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirts and stickers. All at SteelWars.com. There there was something about the plugging in of the cord to get the signal. Mm. I don't know. There was something about that that I was just like... That's... There's something about it like super convoluted. Yeah, and then like, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, just go with it. It's like they wrote a script and then suddenly went, oh, we need something else for this guy to do. What if he has to plug in a cord? <laughs> yeah, he had to go down to Dick Smith and get like an extension <laughs> lead. Um, what did you guys think about the returning t- 
dead or old characters. And, and what does that mean for Star Wars? Like, anyone's... It's all fair game now. I've got a question about that. Does, um, sorry, I forget the character's name. The um, Tarkin. Tarkin. Tarkin that returned. Do his Peter Cushing, does his family get I don't know. I, I've wondered that. Like, you, you sort of think... You'd hope. You'd so, sort of think that they'd, first of all, agree to have to agree to it. Yeah. And then... Then do that because you know, and but then you could say, well, they don't have to do it in the cartoon. I don't know, like, like people on, I was sort of people um, in the podcast, in the live podcast, were very, well, not very complimentary, but I was just like, no, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I and, it was really good. And I was also thinking about, and I, you know, I will one day discuss this with Mendo. <laughs> but it was like, what was it like to you're acting with like Darth Vader in a suit, and then like, oh, wow. like, and then uh, Peter Cushing? Like, it's very. So that, that was the the technology. He doesn't say immeasurable. What the? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was the technology from Ant Man that they made a young Michael Douglas. Was that right? Yeah, and then like it was in Westworld, and I haven't seen that yet. I've got to see it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's good. So, what, uh, what was your favourite bit? Was I've got to be on Team Vader on this one. It was that, that seeing him really rip shit up was great. It was what we've always wanted, really. That's what the prequels should have been. Ignite the mm. red, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I could have gone for three movies of that shit. The the, the the brilliant thing about it is now you know why you were so stressed out at the start of Star Wars. Like, yep. you know, yep. you're a part of the rebel alliance and a traitor. Like, and he's like strangling people, and he's just. He was so close to getting those plans, and it got passed through that door. Yeah. No, it really added so a lot to the opening. I mean, I want to go home and watch A New Hope again no right idea. now. Mm. Well, maybe not right now. Maybe yeah, tomorrow. maybe not right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Right now, I want to do it. When I get home, I will no longer want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think you'd make it through the crawl. <laughs> oh, oh, and you'd fall asleep because you know exactly what happens in the crawl now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I, I I can't wait to go back and see all the promo, like even like those tie strikers. They were in it for a second mm, at most. That's right. Um, I found when they were on Jeddah and there was like Ponda Barba and Doctor Everson and, and ATST, and it was almost like and and the Imperial Project. It was like so many callbacks that it was, I was sort of just. Yeah, I, I didn't like that Ponda Barber bit yeah, at all. Yeah, a bit too cutesy. Actually. Yeah, I, I thought that was a stretch in the friendship because then, in I, I, I don't know, maybe they can maybe, maybe give me a five five comic series on what they did because they have to get their way to the cantina now. Yeah, yeah. They, they have to they have to hustle and not die. They have to be the only characters that didn't die in that movie. Well, that's what they had to go because they went to the cantina. Jimmy Smith's going. I have to get back to old Rock. <laughs> it's like I bet so you I do, dude. I bet you do. Like, no, Jimmy, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> and and I know Mick, you came from Brisbane. Yeah. Where did you? you uh, also Brisbane. Nice. Oh wow! Pleased to meet you. I live in Richmond. We're gonna go. We're gonna drive past my house any minute now. Oh. <laughs> pretty much drop you off well thanks so much for coming guys and uh, we'll does anyone else want to chat on the pod 
Hi. Introduce yourself to everyone. Uh, Michelle. And? Uh, Adam. Adam. Liz. Liz. And, and where, did, where do you guys come from? Uh, Preston. Preston. Brisbane. Brisbane. Uh, Sydney. Sydney. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, Michelle? Um, pretty big fan of the lovely light force choke on Mendo. I like Ooh. that scene. Yep. I like the dad joke. I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Don't choke on your ambitions. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Mendo's smile, little oh, smile yeah. after. So good, so good. Um, but I was thinking about the guy plugging in the cords. So There's Riz Ahmed. And I think you you guys were talking about it on the podca- podcast earlier that they that was part of the reshoots where they were trying to give him a bigger storyline. So someone was saying that, like, or maybe that was the Brez mentioned that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if the cord plugging in was part of the expanded storyline. No, or what, but, but I'm wondering what. I I mean I I don't know what he was doing before because there wasn't much of a storyline now really. I don't know what more they added in. Yeah, I don't know, like. It seemed like there was a lot more backstory that was talked about that wasn't in the film. Yeah. And I, d- I didn't know whether or not it was to do with the this, this story and all that sort of stuff or whether it was because he became popular for another reason and then they wanted to give him a bigger arc because they thought it would get more ticket sales. I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's interesting because yeah. a lot of like like fan sites and, and podcasts are like, oh, you've got to read Catalyst beforehand. And, <laughs> and I only got through the first two chapters, not because it was bad or anything, but just because of time. Yeah. But I sort of think, like, and even, like, knowing all the backstories of all the characters, it almost, like, it's dis- like it's shocking how little of that makes it into the actual movie. Yeah. And then I mean, and, I mean, he's got a bit of a personality, and he gets sucked out by that weird tentacle thing, and he's just a bit, <laughs> just a bit dim for the rest of it. It's sort of, yeah, I don't know. Ten- I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see the point in giving him a bigger story if that's all it was. Tento. Tento. <laughs> um, but I, I think what a lot of Steel Wars fans are dying to know is when is Ash coming back on to talk about how right he was about getting Vader back in the in the universe. Yes. <laughs> He'll be very happy. He'll be, he'll be very happy and confused. <laughs> very happy. Um, and, and what was your favourite bit, Michelle? Um, I, I always like all the creatures, and I think there was good creatures in this one that I, you know, some new ones that we hadn't seen. But I was like, what creatures? Like two tubes or <laughs> two tubes? The little short guy. Oh yeah, that was Wicket. Yeah. That, 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 that was Warwick Davis. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Not not the laughing monkey one, but the little guy that was um, in the first. You know who he is. He's that horrible little frog thing that does a nee 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 nee. That what's that guy? You love him. Frog thing. You know that, <laughs> you know that old song. You know the horrible song that became crazy the frog. crazy frog. Oh, He's crazy yeah. frog. <laughs> wow, what a what a late nineties reference. <laughs> we get there eventually. Sweet ringtone reference. Ringo. So your favourite bit was just aliens? Yeah, I like aliens, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Well, I liked the whole movie, it was fun. How about you guys? What were your favourite parts? I like that it, it kept to the Disney motto of killing off your parents. <laughs> Tick. 
Yeah, that's a, it's, it's a Star Wars motto as well, yeah. It's, it's yeah. no Families don't work out. No. Even but I just life did day go, was I just tough. did go straight to, like, Frozen, the shipwreck. Like, just... I haven't seen Frozen, so all these... Every Disney movie, kid, you know, orphans. He has to know she's alive before he dies. Yeah. Sweet hologram, though. Great that, hologram. That, um, um, Galen can drop a sweet gram. Very, very long-winded message. But it was so much about I'm a good dad, I'm a good dad. It's yeah. just like hey, Ixnay on the Death Star, eh? Like dro- yeah, how about dropping some knowledge on that? Exactly. It did, that did go on for a bit long, I think. Yeah. But that's the, probably you didn't even get to the end of it. Yeah. That was cut more. out. But the the whole thing about Galen put in the like the weakness, that, it's very, um, you know, it's very crafty and stuff. It's very yeah. Good. But, but you guys, <laughs> next time you watch a New Hope, and it's just like we've analysed the plans and we've found a weakness. It's just like, yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that going in. <laughs> he, he put it there for you and told you about it. Like, like he's claiming, he's targeting. Like he's he's pulling a mendo. Except for one thing, that no one's left alive to tell them. So no, they're, they're actually going to have to find it for him. themselves, aren't they? The no, yeah, because they at that rebels thing that they um, around the table. Okay. When they were all like um, trying to pike out, and it was so weird. There was like a rebellion in the rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but the left is always like that. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh boy! Wow! How do I? T- <laughs> it's got to work out what. I got to how to turn off his microphone. It's gonna get banned from the bus. Yeah, yeah. And we're on on CityLink. It might not be that good. What was what was your favorite part of the movie? Oh look, the Vader. I loved the Vader at the end, mostly because I wasn't expecting it. I've I've just come off feeling emotional. You know, Jean and Cassian have have had their moment they've they've been tidal waved and and then ignite the red and it's it's like oh all that emotion and i was feeling no no i just want to see destruction now i th- i think they did that well they they sucked you in and then and like no no we're not done yet so i like that it was a um a good treat at the end i'll tell you one thing that i saw when Cassian and Jin died in that like atomic blast thing and then it went to a shot of the whole planet yeah I think you can see their spirits sailing away <laughs> no I swear to god there's two little dots of light that like flicker away no I'm not lying I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious you can see there's these two sort of like like sort of like very light twinkles that come off the planet like a lens flare sort of and go into space uh, I'm something not... like stardust by any chance oh, oh man oh, every yeah. time they said stardust I pissed myself yeah, what, what's that the, the famous movie where he's, it's his sleigh or something it, it was like that it was like that Rosebud Rosebud <laughs> it was like that it was just so 
A little bit oh. <laughs> Everyone's getting banned from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not on mic, which which tripped me out because I'm like, I can't hear him in my ears. Like, <laughs> I've got headphones on, everyone at home. So I in, a, in a not um, morbid way, I did like that they killed everyone off because it keeps it it's it keeps it contained. Yeah. It is its own movie. But what would you like to say? Yeah, all right. Great. Yeah, man, I liked it. Uh, there wasn't enough lightsaber battles for me. Not enough bats. I was expecting, uh, yeah, more Talk bats. Talk to the microphone more, Bart. Oh, I just don't want to yell at you because I got it because you're far away. Um, and science, I don't trust it. <laughs> Man, I was expecting a blindy fight boy to shoot a lightsaber out of one of his bits towards the end when he's walking through trusting the force. I thought he's got to have a lightsaber hidden in his gooch or something. <laughs> wow. I thought he might use the force from the safety of wherever they were yeah. to push the lever. Yeah. Like, because, like, come on, use the force, man. Yeah, that could have been his big force moment. Like, yeah. he cracked but open a He bit wasn't of force. really a, for, like a Jedi Knight. He was more like a Jedi Gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> but it was weird because he wasn't a Jedi, but... He was... Like, Je- he, he Jedi had, adjacent. But he had so... Like, he almost had better skills than a Jedi. Like, he's yeah. blind. And he's he like... He's, he doesn't even have a lightsaber. He's just, like... Just kicking dick with a stick. For all the <laughs> for all the kyber crystals that were around, he could have could have scampered together a little light sword easy. Scampered and caused a bit of trouble. I did really love how when they stormed Dubai, the <laughs> looking for all that sweet oil, <laughs> that all of the all of the, the dudes looked like they were from Saving Private Ryan. It looked they looked proper World War Two-y to me. Yeah, the helmets, oh, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, absolutely. I was there. That was um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But then, like, they'd all be armied up. But then one of them would have like an Endor hat on, and you'd yeah. be like, Yeah, yeah, this is Star Wars. It was twenty percent Star Wars, eighty percent World War Two trenches. <laughs> so, what what did you think? Handed like just put it in front of um, Paul's face, uh, Bart. What did you think, uh, bus driver Paul? I thought it was fun. <laughs> I'm delirious from lack of sleep. We're driving into the... Oh, no! Yarra. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get him off the podcast. Get him all off right. the podcast. He has to concentrate. We're all going to die. Have you guys seen 12 Samurais? It's an old movie where they all sacrifice themselves. They're all really good fighters. They sacrifice, sacrifice themselves to kill this evil shogun. And, um, and uh, I like it how you look down at me with a big grin. It's yeah, like, yeah, man. Uh, and it's it echoes that a little bit. It echoes Twelve Samurais to an extent. Sacrifice for the greater good. The Twelve Samurais is better because the final best Twelve Samurai just chops this down at the end, and he's real good. It's just late. The I do get a, there's a little bit more satisfaction when they chop people in half with a lightsaber than shooting them with the guns. 
Because the guns are just sparky, and they're like, oh, I'm really hurt. And you're like, man, you look fine. Nothing beats a good sabering. Yeah, you need a good sabering in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the morning. Yeah. All right, well, we're almost at the drop-off point. I, I hope everyone had a good time and yes. enjoyed yeah, the Star yeah. Wars experience. And uh, that'll be it for the podcast on the bus, I think. Thanks, everyone. You did great. Yay. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed the Rogue One Premiere Night blog pod. Thank you to everyone that took part. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed the fun and excitement of that night. I I love the premiere nights, if you could not tell. We're doing a bunch of live call-in shows. If you didn't know, we do the Steel Wars live call-in show. It's like talkback radio for Star Wars nerds on Blog Talk Radio. If you're in America, you can call in, but if you're around the world, you can Skype in, which is really handy. You can listen live and call in and interact with myself and my guests. This week, we've already had details. Who was a creature in both Rogue One and The Force Awakens? And coming up this week, check the local times, check SteelWars.com. We have got from EW Entertainment Weekly, The Brez. Anthony Bresnikan will be joining us. You can call in and ask a question of the Brez. We'll be talking Force Awakens reactions. And then closing off the week, if you're in Australia, it's Saturday. If you're on the Northern Hemisphere, it is Friday. But check your local times. It's very hard to give these times out when everyone's all around the world. We have got Saf Davidson, a podcast favourite from New Zealand, and we'll be talking a bit of Rogue One, but we'll be also after your Star Wars Christmas memories. It will be Christmas Eve in Australia, and I'm going to try and get it right up, so if you need some listening over Christmas, you can listen to our Star Wars Christmas memories, and Star Wars and Christmas are becoming more aligned with the current Disney schedule. So take part. It is super fun. It is a really cool format, and we get really cool listeners and great discussions. So check it out, the Steel Wars Live call-in show. You can get all the information from steelwars.com. If you're on Facebook and you want to have some rational Star Wars discussion, you should join the Steel Wars Listener Star Wars Safe Haven. It is where we can talk Star Wars news and opinion without fear of getting shot down or someone overreacting to your opinion about a film. It is a super fun Facebook group, so search the Steel Wars listener Star Wars Safe Haven. I'll put a link. There'll be a little banner on the side of SteelWars.com. Click on that. Uh, I will approve you. Really helps if you posted something Star Wars of late, so then I know you're not a robot. And you can join us. There is many previous guests in there, and just just a really cool fan community. I'm very proud of you, Safe Haven members. I love it. If you are enjoying all the content, I'm trying to make it a content Christmas. I am going for, I'm trying to get to 31 pieces of audio content this month for our supporters. Some of it will be on the free feed, some of it won't be. But for those on the free feed, you are getting a avalanche of content and it's only going to get increasing as we get closer to the end of the year. We've got some great surprises coming up, uh, more live shows and uh, some really cool episodes. I, I think you're 
going to enjoy it. But if you're enjoying all this, we could do with your support. If you don't want to join the supporter page, if you haven't got cash to buy a t-shirt, hey man, that is cool. But what you can do for free is go on iTunes, write us a sweet five-star review. It bumps us up the rankings. At the moment, we're doing tremendous on the US charts. It's really exciting. And the higher we get up, it means the more new people see us and keeps us up there. It's a snowball effect. So this month, if you can, can make that one minute of your time to log into iTunes, click on the Steel Wars podcast and write a sweet five-star review. Bumps up the rankings and makes me feel good. Don't you want to make me feel good? If I feel good, I'll make better podcasts for you more often. Trust me, I know. I know how this works. I know how inside my brain works. Also, give us a follow. We are at Steel Wars on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Drop us a retweet. I really appreciate it when people try to spread the word for the podcast, even if you only got 20 listeners. If one of those people listens to the episode, you have done your part. Because if everyone gets one more listener, then I've doubled my listenership. And then those people can double it, and then we'll be way bigger. And we'll have giant guests just hanging out. I won't even have time. Oh, I'll make time. I'll, I'll do extra. If we get tons of giant guests, guys, I will do more episodes. That is my promise to you. But first, I need your support. Get on there. Five-star reviews on iTunes. Follow us on all the social media and spread that word. I so appreciate it. We are part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Making Star Wars, of course. That's where you go. That's where you go for your news and rumors. There is some very enticing episode eight. Not super spoily. I don't think it's anything that's... But very interesting things up at the moment on Making Star Wars about some wildlife in the new film. So uh, check that out and check out all the podcasts. Of course, you've got the flagship. Now this is podcasting all the Star Wars news and rumors of the week. I'm normally on there when I'm in LA. Sadly, I'm not in LA enough right now to be on there, but I, I'm in there in spirit. So listen in, listen in to Sal and Jason and Randy. They're, they're the best in the biz, you guys. And then you've got a whole stream of other podcasts as part of the network. You've got Rebel Girl, you've got Tarkin's Top Shelf. You've got Force Cult. You've got Rogue One, a podcast for wieners. You've got the Cantina cast, First Order Transmissions, the Cargo Hold. So much stuff going on over at makingstarwars.net. And we thank them. Thank them so much for their support of Steel Wars this year. And pretty much ever since they found out about it, they've been super cool. Of course, a huge thanks to Star Walking Inc., the Star Wars Appreciation Society of Australia, for organising such a great premiere, and it is an honour to uh, be a part of it. So thank you guys so much. They are the longest-running Star Wars fan club in the world, totally fan-operated for the fans, and if you are in Australia, it is just $10 a year to become a member. You get a monthly electronic zine, a PDF, which is super informative. It's like a little magazine all about the goings-on in the Star Wars universe. And you help support these guys to keep putting on these events year after year. They've been in it since the 80s, you guys. This is O. 
G. So that is starwalking.net. I highly, highly recommend it. They have uh, fan club meetings in both Melbourne and Sydney. So check all that out at starwalking.net. A, uh, also, a thanks to my friend Kate Shum, who appeared on the podcast for helping out with the uh, the merch stand. Uh, thanks to Seamus O'Toole's at Knox for having us again. Uh, Jason and Garth are the best. And a special thanks to our sound guy and our bus driver for the first time ever, Paul Jones, who's always pulling his weight behind the scenes, helping out the podcast. Really appreciate it, mate. And you can check out his podcast, Geek Dudes, which uh, just had, they, they cover all the uh, gamut of nerd news every two weeks, and they just did a really good uh, Rogue One reaction episode when you get a little bit of behind the scenes goss on the Steel Wars live event as well. So check that out, Geek Dudes on iTunes. So I appreciate that. My other podcast, I Love Gringo Letters, pretty much it's me and other comedians making fun of the complaint letters to the TV Guide. Seriously, if you're going to write a complaint letter to the TV Guide, what are you doing with life? You're not making enough podcasts, I can tell you that much, because I've got no time to write complaint letters. And uh, it's called I Love Gringo Letters. It is uh, pretty damn funny. Uh, over the coming weeks, uh, we've actually just had the guys from The Dollop on, the huge podcast, The Dollop, and uh, we've got a bunch of live episodes coming up, which are super fun. We've got a special Christmas episode where Santa and Jesus Christ guest, which is, wow, how do I book these huge guests? And uh, then a couple of episodes with the comedy film nerds as well. So uh, yeah, if you like a bit of comedy, you don't mind the occasional uh, curse word now and then. It is probably not for the more sensitive ears. Check out I Love Green Guide Letters. Keep your eyes on this feed, you guys, because the content will not stop. We've got call-in shows going up. We've got more Steel Wars episodes. And I really appreciate your support. May that force be with you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.